Welcome to the Heritage Hub podcast presented by the Marion County Public Library. Here's your host, James Spragans. My name is James Spragans. I'd like to welcome everybody back. This is our second podcast sponsored by the Marion County Public Library here in Lebanon, Kentucky. One of the reasons I wanted to do this is I had a lot of questions about the history of our community. What better way to learn than to bring on people who know what who know the answers to some of my questions, and I get to ask them questions, and I get to learn a lot, and I hope you guys do too. Our first podcast was about the community of New Market, and today we're going to talk with Ann Simpson, who is a person I've known all my life. She's, As far as I know, she's lived in Lebanon all her life, but she'll tell us a little bit about herself and her background. Today we are going to talk about the Rosenwald School, which the building is still standing. It serves now as the Cedars of Lebanon nursing home on Harrison Street. Some people may be confused. There is a historical marker that talks about the Rosenwald School, but it's not in front of the Rosenwald School. For some reason, it's on the corner of Maine and Harrison. And a lot of people think that the big old building that I know as the McCann Apartments is the, is the Rosenwald School, but that is not the case. The Rosenwald School is a little smaller but it's, on, it's about two blocks away on South uh, Harrison Street. Some of you may know the history of Rosenwald. Julius Rosenwald was uh, a partner and part owner in uh, Sears Roebuck Company. And he was a very, very early thinker who was concerned about the plight of African-Americans. And he was introduced to Booker T. Washington, who encouraged him to help support the cause of education. And Julius Rosenwald, I don't know the figure, but he spent millions of his own dollars to provide matching funds so that African-Americans would have their own schools and communities. I hope Anne's gonna be able to tell me a little bit about how that in Lebanon, here in Lebanon, Kentucky, how that got started, who the local leaders were, I suppose possibly the local school board provided the matching funds to go along with Mr. Rosenwald's contribution. I'm going to turn it over, and our guest today is Ann Simpson. Ann, thank you so much for being with us, and I've been looking forward to this, and I'm grateful to you for agreeing to be on the show. Give me a little bit to start. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, then kind of go into your history with uh, the Rosenwald School. Well, um, I can say my name's Ann Simpson. I was born here in Lebanon, Kentucky, and I went to Rosenwald 12 years. I'm a graduate, 1958, from Rosenwald High School, and I've worked here and there everywhere. So now I'm still residing in Lebanon, Kentucky. I enjoyed my years at Rosenwald School. Do you know, do you know what year the Rosenwald School opened in Lebanon? They started building in 1931. It closed in 1961, so it was 30 years. Oh, wow. So it, it opened during the Depression. So Miss Smith, Medley Smith, was the principal of Rosemont all the times that I was there. I believe her portrait hangs in the library. It does. Okay. So she was the principal when you were there, and you went 12 years there. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yes. Well, tell me a little bit about your experiences there. What was it like to go to school there? You said you enjoyed going to school there. Was it very much like just another version of during our segregated times, but was it very much like going to one of the other public schools? Did you have sports teams? Did you have coaches? Were there, 
Was there much difference, do you think, in that way? Well, you know, at the time, I guess I didn't realize it was so much different mm -hmm. because we used to have to walk to school when I lived in Lebanon. We'd have to walk to school at all times. We were at school a lot of years that we had to use used books. Mm -hmm. We used books. Uh, we were taught manners. We had to uh, say our prayers. When we got to school, we had devotionals before this and pledged to the flag when we started in school. That was every morning. And uh, we had one teacher that taught from first, second, and third grades. There were six rooms, teaching rooms in Rosenwall. We had a library and an auditorium. There were two restrooms mm -hmm. for the boys and one for the girls. And we had water fountains. And uh, when we were in grade school, had to go come in the back. When you went to high school, we could enter the school from the front. Why was that? Uh, because of uh, just like seniority, I guess you would call it. You okay. know, we would know that uh, if we were up a grade from uh, grade school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you become a freshman, then you got to go in the front door. <laughs> you earned that by getting into the upper grade. Were you saying that the first, second, and third grades were taught together? Is that what you were saying? Well, we were in the rooms together, but mm -hmm. they taught individually, you know, the first period, then you teach first grade. And okay. if had the whatever lessons we had when they taught the second grade, we had to be doing the work for the first grade. Had to be quiet too. And so uh, then when we got to the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, we had another teacher, which was Miss Davis. When we made those grades, then we seventh and eighth grade were taught by Miss George Burton, Miss Georgia Burton, Georgia Thomas Burton. And so uh, after then, then you were, you know, went to uh, high school. And then we had high school teachers, Miss Douglas and uh, Mr. Hodgins, Earl Hodgins, was the coach and all of that. And uh, Miss. Herb Jones and Mr. Alvin Jones and Mr. Miss Calvin uh, Parks. She taught economics, you know, homemade. Yeah. Uh, and that. So we went through those grades during high school. So before 1931, before they built Rosenwald, was it like a lot of schools? Were, were there were the was the black population being served by say one room schoolhouses? Where, where did people go to school before 1931? You know, really, I don't know. Uh, Rosenwall was built up uh, from, they came from Washington County, Boyle oh. County, and Marion County. And oh. they bus during my time from uh, Springfield and then, you know, they came in on buses. I did not know that. It served three counties. Mm -hmm. I did mm -hmm. not know that. Okay. And then out in rural schools, I guess, you know, they were taught out there. And I know some of them were, they had schools at Tucker's Hill. Is that close to where Tucker Chapel is out on um, the short line? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, I did not know there was a school there. And uh, Poplar Corner was really, really where the school was. The church was uh, turned into a school on oh. weekends. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was there also one around Riley? Uh, yes. Okay. Riley came to uh, Rosemall too later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So do you think that some of the teachers who uh, moved into the new Rosenwald, had they previously previously been teaching in some of these one-room schoolhouses around the county? Do you know that? No. No? No. Okay. That's interesting. Was Rosenwald sort of like a point of pride in the black community? Yes, it was. Okay. Okay. Yes, it was. And we were under Mrs. Nettie Lee Smith, who was principal. I was there. She taught us to uh, think that we weren't missing a lot of the stuff. We saw it, but we didn't. We had um, out of the book, she taught us and she told us a lot of times, y'all need to get it together because if you ever leave here and go to college, I won't be able to open your head and pour in information. You'll have to know how to do it yourself. You wow. know. We weren't deprived of too much. We had May Day and all over the counties, they would come to the Rosemall School. We had a telephone pole. We planted, we planted on May Day. Yeah. That somebody would play the music, we'd open up the auditorium, we'd march around and then we'd plant the maypole. And then we would, it was decorated with blue and white crepe paper and we yeah. would plant it, and then after May Day, we were, um, well, during May Day, we'd plant it, and then we would unplant. They played uh, football. The men played football over in the field part of the school, behind the school, and then uh, they would play football and baseball over in the field. The women uh, had the lower part of the playground. Right. We baseball and uh, turn flips and swings and all of that. So this was like a, this was like a May Day festival you're describing. Yes. And people came from around, people came from other areas. Yeah. On May Day, it was in May. Right. I think a lot of communities used to do something like that, but it's kind of gone by the wayside. Do you know what the symbolism was supposed to be of plaiting the, the maypole? No, I didn't. I mean, it's a neat thing to watch. I've seen, you know, just some it's a neat thing to watch because the people holding their ribbons weave in and out as they're circling around the maypole. It's neat to watch. Yes. So tell me about some of the extracurricular activities. Yes, played uh, basketball a lot. And I teach you always told us, you need to be the best that you can be. You know, mm -hmm. when the fellas, they played basketball uh, mostly. Right. We had cheerleaders dressed in blue and white. Where would you play the games? Where did you play at the Lebanon High School? They would practice at Lebanon High School. But went out of town. We played Danville. I mean, um, yeah, I think we did play Danville one time. We played Camelsville. Mm -hmm. And we won basketball team about, uh, against uh, uh, Camelsville one time, and it just broke their hearts. Is that right? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> You know, we was always, always on back burner about playing, you know. Right. We'd travel and uh, play those teams. Right. But when they came to play us, we had to play at uh, uh, Lebanon High. 
So you did use their gym, uh, use the Lebanon High gym. Were you playing uh, only school, uh, only black schools, or did you play white schools as well? Uh, like the Campbellsville school, was it a was it an African American school or was it a white public yes. school? Yes. Okay, yes. I got you. I got you. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that has struck me. This is going forward a little bit, but I read a book by Henry Louis Gates one time. And he, it was kind of a memoir. And he talked about the many great things that came from integration. But he said, frankly, there were some things that we lost during integration. When the African-American students integrated the schools, it did not mean that their teachers also integrated those schools. You had white teachers. And so that must have been a huge adjustment, I would, I would think, for, for students. Maybe the white teachers were not quite as sympathetic. Or, or empathetic with their new uh, African-American students. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I, I, it, it strikes me that a lot of African-American educators simply lost their careers. You know, from what I know, like I say, I graduated in 1958. Yeah. Then right after then, I had a, a brother that they, when they closed Rosewall, he had to go to uh, Lebanon High, mm -hmm. you know, Lebanon High School. And uh, he was so hurt, he and his, some of the, uh, his classmates, they were devastated that they would have to go to right. Lebanon High. Yeah. Uh, because of, you know, the closeness that we had at Rosemont. Right. Just were really interested in us. And they did not get the same thing in Lebanon High, the uh, integrated schools, as you say, that they were getting at Rosemont. Right. You mean like attention from their teachers and things like that? Right. Right. Okay. They taught us to respect people and uh, your appearance and everything. And they were in touch with the, your parent, even before telephones. If we did something at school at Rosemont, our parents would know it before we could get home. That sounds familiar to me. And uh, just like our report cards, when you're supposed to take your report cards you got your report cards, I think it was every six weeks or, you know, every so often. Mm -hmm. Your parents had to look at your grades and sign your report cards. Mm -hmm. If you didn't take those, if your report card came back signed by you, your teacher would know it because she knew your parents' signature. Right. And that would be a problem with you, too. That would be a problem. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that would be a big problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you aware, did any of the teachers who taught at Rosenwald, were they able to get positions in the in the public school system after 61? You know, Miss Smith. Are you talking about the same Miss Smith who was your principal or a different one? Yes. Okay. She taught at, I think it was... She taught a grade school there in Lebanon. So there were some who were able to get positions, who were able to get positions after Rosenwald closed into the public school system? As far as I know, not there in Lebanon. So they had to go, they had to leave Lebanon to find yep. another teaching position. Or retire or... Or retire. <laughs> right. Was I, I take it Rosenwald was a part of the Lebanon public school system. That's right. It was not a private school. It was it was part of the overall public school system. Yes. 
And you said that there was, especially Mrs. Smith, tried to get you guys, if I understand correctly, not to dwell on the fact that you had secondhand books and things like that and to, and to still take pride. But that must have still been something that you thought about and that was, well, it was so out in the open, you had to not, you, you, you couldn't help but notice that some things, if you needed them, the Lebanon public school superintendent was not going to order you the new stuff. You were, they were going to try to get something that had been used from, say, Lebanon Elementary or Lebanon High School. Is that right? Right. Um, and, you know, when we, were, we would have plays, when graduation, we had uh, prom night, uh, we had uh, huh. plays, drama plays. Yeah. And your parents, that would be open to the public and then yeah. charge a small fee yeah. uh, for that. And uh, when prom night came, you were taught how to dress. You were told uh, what to expect. Had to have a first a fella to escort you, you know, doing your prom. You had on long gowns and yeah. gloves. And that was a big deal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. It was. And graduations, uh, we had uh, a speaker to come in, as, mm-hmm. and then we would parade just like they do now at uh, graduation. And right. so this day and time, they oh, they caps up. Right. When we received our diploma, we had to change classes. Right. During the year that we graduated, we had the valedictorian and salutatorian. And do you remember who they were? Who were who was your valedictorian when you graduated? Delma Logan. 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 She was uh, from Springfield. Yeah. Carol. Carolyn. Heart was she was a salutatorian. Yeah, salutatorian. Right, right. You had to be fit for the situation too. We had to know how to uh, doing the plays when we had them before graduation. You know, each then uh, a lot of us could uh, participate in those plays. Right. Learn your parts and your songs and. Mm -hmm. It was just great. You know, what were some of the things that you participated in? Were you in any of the plays or? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Were you a cheerleader? No. Mm-hmm. I participated in a, a, one of our cheerleaders one year. She couldn't make it to the game. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the cheerleaders asked me to chair that night. And I did. Well, the next day when I got back to school, I was reprimanded for, you know, cheering because I wasn't supposed to be. Tell me, do you recall what some of the plays were that you put on? I'm asking you to dig deep. I know. <laughs> going back well, a long way, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I was, uh, no, I can't remember. One of the plays I was in, it was really funny. Well, I can't remember. felt like they, I remember people laughing, you know of me trying to drive a car or something, you know, uh-huh. like I'm sitting up there trying to drive a car, but I can't remember what that was. In 58, when you graduated, who was the superintendent of the Lebanon public school system? Was it, um, was it Miss Johnson? Uh-huh. Yes. So Lillian Johnson. Okay. Yes. Okay. And of course she just lived right down the road. Yeah. Like a block and a half, maybe from your school. Yeah. Did did public school officials visit the school? Did they come and uh, just like they would to the other schools? 
Ms. Johnson used to come every mm -hmm. weekend, but uh, she would she and the principal would be mostly together. You right, know? right. Teachers would talk. You know. mm -hmm. We knew who she was, but we were always in our class or out in the yard playing. So you wouldn't have had a lot of interaction with mm -hmm. her. Yeah. I remember when I was in school, she was, of course, retired by then, but she would still come and visit, you know, until she was not able to anymore. She would come to Lebanon Elementary, I remember, and just come mm -hmm. visit. Are there still class reunions of, of Rosenwald? Yes, up until now, we weren't able to have a class reunion this past year. And right, right. Uh, but we started having... Yeah, we started back in 1966, and we had the first class reunion in Springfield. And oh. that was very pleasing to the rest of them. You know, we, they said Rosenwald was in Lebanon, so we need to have the reunions in Lebanon. That's when we started having them in Lebanon. Where do you have them? Where do they take place? We had them in, out on South Spalding. Uh, oh, the, the Knights of Columbus Hall, the KC Hall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, we had some out there. Well, you will be having another one coming up before too long. Are you? Are do you think that? Do you try to do it every five years, or do you do it more often? We uh, we were beginning to do in the last uh, begin to have every two years. Do you still draw a pretty good crowd for those? Yeah, we had been up until um, you know people get older, and we here at Lebanon Lebanon High, which was the new uh, building. That right. we had a, a center, center square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a, had quite a few of them there mm -hmm. the last few years. Then mm -hmm. um, began to have them. And of course, you know, people distance around. We had them from California, wherever they live, would come back. Oh, wow. These yeah. reunions, California, Florida, mm -hmm. uh, Colorado, Louisville. Mm -hmm just all around Illinois and right. whatever become mm -hmm. for those reunions. You know, people get older and things change and so talk about the your classmates or the ones not necessarily in your class, but people who graduated from Rosenwald who did go on to college. Did you may know some, you may have gone yourself. And that did they feel of course you're you're kinda out in the in some ways Rosenwald must have felt like a very protective and nurturing place must have been very different to go like to the University of Kentucky or or something. Talk about some of the people and how successful they were going to college. You know, you know, for my class or from high school. Uh, mm -hmm. the, Your class or just anybody who graduated from Rosenwald? Okay. Um, the first, uh, you may remember his name's um, Charles Graves. Um, and you say Charles Graves? Charles. Mm -hmm. Charles Graves, uh, and I, and there were Delmar. Where, where did he go to school? Where did he go to college? And what did he end up doing? Kentucky State. Kentucky State in Frankfurt. Okay. Mm -hmm. What did he end up doing? I don't know. After he graduated from school, he left and went to Illinois. Oh, okay. And you're saying he was in your class. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. Does he come and, back to, has he been back to any of the reunions? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Peggy Logan, we call her Delma. Uh, She's the one from Springfield. 
Yes. Okay. And she went to college. She was a teacher uh, oh. in wherever she lived now. She right. She's now. And um, Carolyn Hart, uh, being uh, in the nursing field, she uh, was a teacher uh, in medical field. She, there was Mary Hart. Now, the, the three that I've named were out of my class that went to college. Mary and, Hart Lewis? No, Mary wasn't. She wasn't in my class. Yeah. But we're talking about the one she was my teacher in high school, Mary Hart Lewis. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. She went to college and, and she graduated from Rosenwald. Talk about some of your favorite teachers. Talk about some of the teachers that you really remember who were some of your favorites and tell us like, why were they your favorites? Talk about your memories of your teachers. I liked them all, but uh, Miss, uh, Miss Davis was uh, <laughs> Say a disciplinarian. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Miss Georgia Burton, she was really sweet. She very, uh, she had a, a sweet nature about her. Mm -hmm. She would correct you. There was Miss Douglas. Uh, she was she was nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess all in all, and I've been in close. I was always close contact with Miss Smith. Yes, she retired and stayed here yes. in Lebanon, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and she had a daughter. And uh, her daughter and they were good friends, and so I would usually go by there after school. You know, mm -hmm. I we graduated and I was working. So, uh, I so was, you still kept up with some of your teachers and Miss Smith, yeah, even after school. Arts in Louisville, uh, I liked her, but uh, Mister Herb Jones, he was the coach later on. Uh huh. The Hodgins, uh, and he was a pretty good fellow. Did did the building did Rosenwald? I don't know when it became a nursing home, but did it sit idle for a while? What happened to the building after after the last after nineteen sixty one? I suppose the school system, the Lebanon public school system, still owned it, and I, I just wonder what they did with it. Do you remember? I think it was idle for maybe a couple of years or more. How many students were there uh, from, you know, in all 12 grades? Uh, how large a school was it? 200? I mean, I, I don't have it. I think it was 256. Okay. Okay. Good size. Around that. Yeah. Okay. That was good size. We had the largest class begin high school, uh, but it was only... 19 of us that graduate <laughs> was it mostly of course you they came from other counties too but locally was it mostly folks who lived uh, right in town or were there were there some students who came from out in the county as well when i was going to school it was mostly lebanon and the, the county not uh, marion county are, are there any things that you think that you'd like us to know about uh rosenwald school I think it was a great school. We had really great teachers that, that taught us and not to let us think that we were missing stuff that other schools were teaching. Right. And we had, uh, we were taught songs and how to sing them and mm -hmm. the dramas that we had. We had to know how to, you know, begin them and what sure. to say and, and all of that. And so it was 
to me, I didn't think I was missing anything. Right. I was going to school. And I found that out, you know, how the other part lived. I knew we couldn't go to those schools. But mm -hmm. I realized that we were being taught a lot. You know, there was also in, in Lebanon, I don't know the years that it operated, but there was St. Monica's School, which was operated by the St. Augustine uh, Parish. And right. did it, I, I assume it operated uh, at, uh, along the same years that Rosenwald uh, operated. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And when they got out of St. Monica, someone came to Rosenwald for high school. Did St. Monica's not go to 12th grade? Did it? No. Okay. When, what were the grades it served? From first to the eighth grade, I think. First to the eighth. And then so once they got at a high school age, they came to Rosenwald. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, I just want to tell you, I, I thank you so much for agreeing to, to be part of this. I hope you are able to have a class reunion soon and, uh, and get together with some of your classmates. And um, Ms. Simpson, just thank you so much. Um, you've been very generous with your time. And thank you. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to the, this month's Marion County Public Library Heritage Hub podcast. Today's guest was Ann Simpson, who was very kind and generous in coming in to share her memories of going to school at Rosenwald School on Harrison Street here in Lebanon, Kentucky. Uh, I found it very interesting. I hope you will as well. And uh, we will see you again next month with the next episode. For additional information about this episode or to check out previous episodes, please go to MarionCountyPublicLibrary.org. Welcome to the Heritage Hub podcast presented by the Marion County Public Library. Here's your host, James Spragans.